Coming to you, not from Nashville, Tennessee, is what I normally do. I am coming to you tonight from the AlienCon in Santa Clara, California. This is day two of the con. And uh, for those of you who don't know what's going on, my name's Sandman. I am host of uh, your favorite paranormal podcast, Parareality Radio. It is, God, I don't even know what the hell the day it's date is the 29th right it's the 29th of october 2016 and this is the latest edition of your favorite paranormal podcast parareality radio my name's sandman i'm going to be your host tonight we're just going to do instead of the normal two-hour show we're going to cut it in half to a one-hour podcast this evening like i said i'm coming to you live from the alien con in santa clara california and i've been looking forward to this for a long time um God, I can't remember. I think it was like maybe July, and I got my tickets. I mean, I saw it on the TV show, and I'm like, next day, I'm getting my tickets. And here I am. been looking forward to this for a while, and, and I had this idea that, uh, man, you know, I want to do a podcast from the con. So I figured out I've got a, a mobile studio but it doesn't really, for, for traveling like, you know, airplanes and stuff, not really all that good. So I had to figure out how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna get my equipment here. So I got it rig, rigged up, I got it down to one microphone and one computer. I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> I have a panel. This is, this is something that I've actually never done before, you guys. I've got a panel here. I've never had this many people on the show before. I've had like two people never had a room full of people before so yeah so you all you everybody here is making history on the show so uh i'm gonna have you guys go around the room i'll start with you go around the room introduce yourself tell us where you're from and then uh when everyone's introduced themselves we're gonna start and we're gonna tell our stories everybody um i have some some wonderful guests here tonight i've been talking to these people uh most of the day some of you guys have been talking to for a couple of days uh, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I think we've got a real special edition of Periality Radio here tonight and we've got some people here that are going to tell their stories it's going to be great stories and it's, it's I always tell everybody I don't go for celebrity interviews I don't want to interview Giorgio Sukalos and I don't want to interview David Childress I want to interview people who are like myself just your regular people who have had something happen to them that they can't explain, or maybe they can't explain it. I don't know. So we'll start with you, sir. Tell us, tell us all about yourself. Mr. Sandler, my name is Johnny Grimes. I'm from Austin, Texas. I'm originally from Nebraska, uh, small, wonderful town of Alliance. You can even look up Carhenge. Carhenge is next to Stonehenge almost, but a bunch of us little rednecks put together a whole bunch of Cadillacs and made, named it Carhenge. Carhenge, nice. Um, you want me to go into the story part of it? No, I just no. want to... What, what, um, other than that, that uh, I'm a family of... Uh, I'm the 10th child. My mom was the 10th child. Uh, I come from a very large family. Obviously. Other than that, that's about it. Uh, All right. came here to con because my wife really wanted to go, and I'm also a firm believer because I've had things happen. And we're going to find out what that is in just a minute. Uh, my name is Lindsay Higgins. I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, born and raised there. Um, 
and uh, I am a training coordinator for a nonprofit for um, at a place for people with developmental disabilities. And um, we're really excited to be at the con. This is our one-year wedding anniversary. We got married um, on Halloween last year, so. Congratulations. Um, thank you. So we are big fans of the show and so um yeah. So we're here. Here you are at Alien yeah, Con, right? That's right. Hi, I'm Justin Collins. Uh just moved back to the West Coast from the east. Uh actually from everywhere. <laughs> I have a P.O. box in Reno now. I used to fight fires, but now I just drive a truck everywhere. Uh the uh, thing that uh, I wanted to talk to you about the most, um, there are a couple of things, um, but I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I am married, my wife's name, I have a lovely wife named Missy. Who's sitting uh, behind us over there? Hi, Missy. I have a couple step kids. A few. <laughs> and a step granddaughter. <laughs> With another one on the way. That's right. Um, that's true. Uh, family, uh, you know, love them while you got them. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I have to be the long winded so I'm <laughs> So what what brings you here to AlienCon? Oh, the the interest. I was stoked about coming in. I bought the tickets or I saw an advertisement for it in early September on uh, history. Mm -hmm. And I like jumped on it and then printed out the thing for the RSVP for the And Halloween here you party. are. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. So. Losing my earphones. Well, the reason that you're all here is kind of, I mean, the reason why everybody is coming to this convention, basically, boil it down to a nutshell, you know, is, is everyone's had either something happen to them or they have an extreme interest in the subject matter. And just uh, my own personal experience um, I've had uh, I've had this podcast uh, for 10 years this is my 10th 10th season doing this uh, it, it originally was a radio show um, that kind of I'm just kind of you know last few years kind of evolved into the podcasting that seems to be where everyone's going these days uh, but I've always had an interest in let's just say the more unusual offbeat yeah. off topic uh, things and uh, <clears throat> I've always wanted to do radio, and one day I was like, hey, why don't I have my own show? I was actually, I, I was riding down the road, coming home from work late at night, Coast to Coast was on the, the air, and I'm like, hey, I can, do, I can do that, right? Sure, that's easy. No, it's freaking hard, man. It's really hard. And he's got a, a crew full of people helping him out, and I'm a one-man show, and it's, let me tell you something, it's, it's hard to do. But I've been doing it for 10 years, and I really, uh, I am not, you know, don't get me wrong. I think I told you this earlier, Johnny. I'm, I'm not, you know, the caliber of George Norrie. I don't have millions of people who listen to me all over the world, but I do have a little loyal following. And uh, some people have been listening to the show for damn near 10 years. So, you know. Um, That's so yeah. 
Uh, most people who who do things like this will uh, they come at it hard and fast, and they do show after show after show after show for you know a stretch of time, and then they get burned out really quickly. And I, I I've had the the uh, good fortune to not be like that. I did quote unquote retire for a couple of years, um, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm done. I'm not going to do it anymore. And uh, it lasted about two years. I was like, I I just love doing it. So. You know, I, I've been doing the podcasting for about three or so years now, and I have had an experience myself. Um, I saw broad daylight a cigar-shaped UFO fly over my house, and I live close to an airport. I'm on the approach and departure vector for a lot of airlines. I see them fly over my house all day long. This was not an airplane. Not only was it did it not have wings, but it was also not making any noise, and it was not flying in the usual approach and departure uh, vectors that everybody else is flying or patterns or routes or whatever you want to call them. Uh, this was flying a completely different direction. Cigar shape, no wings, no sound. And uh, I just stood there on my front porch watching it, and it was one of those things, was, you know, after it was too far away to do anything about, I was like, Damn it, my camera! You know, something, you know, I just stood there and was watching it, so I don't have, I never got any um, photos or anything, I just thought, but I have my memory. So, you know, the, and the reason that you are all here is not only because you have an interest in the subject matter, but this has touched you all in, personally, in some shape, form, or fashion. So, Johnny, since we started with you on the introductions, we'll start with you here. Tell us, tell us your, what's Tell us what's going on with you. What What is your experience? What has happened? My experience started when I was very young. Um, uh, being 10th child, growing up and whatnot, I always got me hand-me-downs and whatnot. Uh, my bedroom was pushed up to the third floor, which I didn't want, but didn't have a choice. So living up in, in the upstairs, uh, I hated the dark. Um, I've gotten used to the dark now, but do you still hate it? I don't. I can I can go through the dark now okay. and not not be scared, shall I say? Okay. Uh, my fears have dwindled because I'm okay. not because of my past experiences. Um, growing up, though, I always had to have a nightlight. Always wanted one. Uh, if I didn't have a nightlight, or even if a power outage would go, I would make a hole. To get light, that's I, I wanted light. I was scared crapless of the dark. Uh, that stems from I'd see things move in the dark when I'd be up there, and I'd, I'd tell my parents, and they're like, "Oh, that's just a boogeyman you're thinking about, or dreams, or whatever." Yeah, I call bull. Um, going from there, uh, I went through a crap load of panelists of doctors because my mom thought I had diabetes or something near that because when I'd go to the bathroom I'd pass out. They couldn't figure it out. Like so, when you would poop? No. Was, you just when you wake up you, in the morning and gotta go pee. Gotta go pee and you pass out. Uh, what the doctors told me it was exchange the too rapid of an exchange of fluids in my body. So after that, that I went through a CAT scan and everything else where they put, I don't know, iodine or whatever else. Uh, there was a piece of metal in my groin. There still is. 
Um, I've had kidney stones. Um, doctors always love to bring up the fact of, uh, did you ever play a BB gun war or something? Did you ever get shot with a BB gun? No. Shot my friends in the head, the arm, and everything else. <laughs> I was always smart enough to keep my head down. <laughs> Why? Because, hmm, you're playing with something in a very short period of a room that will hit you very hard. I made a lot of my friends go home crying, and, you know, that that's the number one mark in my book. Nice. But... Uh, you know, I, I had kidney stones, tried to figure out what was going on. I've had multiple doctors take x-rays. I have an x-ray that you can see both kidneys. Mm -hmm. Dead center of my groin, up above where the belt would be at or whatever, mm -hmm. there's a BB. So when you say groin, you're not talking about yeah, it? You're like basically right above, uh, lower, maybe two, three inches below my belly. Not, not in the bait and tackle, twig and berry area, no. but okay. Above. Okay. So it's it's... It's strange. Um, am I scared of it? Not really. Do I want to know what it is? Yes. Uh, am I a firm believer that there's things out there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have I seen them? Yes. Has my wife seen them? Yes. She's pointed out things in the daylight that I haven't seen. Such as? Uh, she doesn't know what it was, but there was a white dot that she could tell that it, it's, it's not a plane because a plane can't disappear in that much time. Um, we were going maybe two or three miles, and she said it, it kept constant path with us. Uh, when I finally got to a point that I could drive and look in Austin, wonderful traffic, gone. I was like, okay. She goes, it was right over there, I swear, I swear. I'm like, I believe you, dear. It's not, you know. And she always constantly is scanning this guy. So do, do you believe that when oh. you were a child you were you were maybe taken? or I it's the only thing I can really come up with. Um, but you have no memory? No memories, no nothing. Have you ever done any, like, try to do any regression therapy or anything like that? That's the next step that I, um, um, after talking with, like, the fellow that got me a hold of you. <laughs> Which is a whole weird-ass story in itself. It in itself, how I got brought to this panel. So, it's very interesting. Um... I, I'm looking I'm on forward a to talk watch to list now. Is what I think. Guys. You and I both that whole I, that whole thing. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a dugout, guaranteed. <laughs> um, supposedly, one of my friends is supposed to help me out with a nice inheritance. So, right when I get that nice inheritance, I'll get my own doctor and have him slice and cut. And, and I'll be curious mm, to see what it fun. is. Yeah, yeah I would be curious as. Yeah, we're going to have to stay in touch because I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to know what it I is. I want to know what it is. Pictures. I'm guessing it's not a BB. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, what's um, what's your story? What's going on with you? My story starts um, growing up. I was born and raised um, on land where Caddo Indians lived. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, the area that we were at um, has a National Historic Landmark on it. Um, and I have been seeing things since I was little. And... Um, <laughs> And, and to be honest with you, I thought it was dreams at first. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're young, and, but I would always have the same vision where, like, this lights would show up outside of the window, and there would be a spacecraft, and then that would be all I remember. And I just, you know, I was always in bed. It was yeah. always at night. Um, and I'm young, and my parents were not into UFO. I mean, like, E.T. was popular with them, but, you know, it was all, it's fake, it's fake. And it was my favorite movie. And then all of a sudden I started being really drawn to like alien stuff. And 
um, and the paranormal things. And I would see shadow men and um, I would see dead people. I mean, I've had a lot of experience. And I didn't think too much about the UFOs until I was in, um, I was actually in Nashville. And ah. I, let me tell you, um, I woke up and um, I had a perfect triangle under my chin. It looked like it was drawn on it, but it wasn't. And we couldn't figure out where it came from. And I, I had like lost time, like when I was sleeping or, you know, like from the time I went to bed. But the weird story was I was in college and my entire wall of my bedroom dissipated and there was a spaceship there. And I was lifted up and I remember grabbing hold of my fan, holding onto it, and I looked at the clock and um, it was like 5.19 in the morning. And then I was drawn out and then next thing you know I came back and it was only like it was like 5.30. It wasn't that long, but next thing yeah. I know, because I, I got, and I was like, it has to be a dream. But I had um, dust on my fingers, and there was fingerprints on the on the, the fan where I had grabbed it. And to make a wow. long story short, um, <laughs> I was telling a friend of mine that started the story, and she finished it for me. And when I said, how did you know what happened? She said, you are not the first entry port, nor will you be the last. And she's like, and you know some big weak people that this has happened to. And wow. so we are in, we're also in um, Barksdale Air Force Base mm -hmm. is right in our area as well. So I think there's a huge correlation to that. So that is my, my stories. <laughs> but the, the Nashville thing is very interesting because, you know, that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And um, let me tell you, there's some freaky stuff that happens in Nashville. Well, you know, I'm, I'm big, yeah. <laughs> Besides that, but yeah, there's, yeah, there's some freaky stuff I, I made a coincidence, in, and so, I was, as we were walking up, when you told us 420 is where we're meeting, that's the time of the day I was born, so I'm into all sorts of, like, coincidence, is this meant to be, and mm. I think that this is I know, everyone's laughing 420, and they're thinking, yeah, they're thinking, I, you know, I don't want to go there, but yes, but that's the time I was born, so take that for what it's worth, but, my wife, my wife asked me what that meant earlier, and as far as I know, uh, Adolf Hitler was born on April the 20th. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. yes. That's, that's true, and, and Speaking of that, you know, talk about coincidences and everything. I'm a big World War II history buff, oh, and yeah. uh, I've done several shows on the occult uh, history of the Nazis. Third Reich. Third, yeah. You know, you know, Hitler shouldn't have been around, right? Wunder, wunderbar. Because Hitler was supposed to drown. There was actually a nun that saved him. I have, I've, I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah. I know. All right, it's your turn. Uh, Justin, uh, my story, uh, this happened about, this was nine years ago, it was 2007, uh, it was June or July, uh, it was 50 miles uh, east and south of Las Vegas, and I was with one other person, and uh, we had some fishing gear and stuff like that. Um, there's a man-made lake called Mead, uh, yeah. due west of Port of East, rather, of uh, Vegas, and Colorado River is 
and around below that, and uh, it was kind of in the corner of the southeastern part of the state, about right next to Arizona. It was two or three o'clock in the morning, and it was dead quiet everywhere. Um, you know, you could hear, oddly hear your teeth click or your own breathing. Yeah. It was just real, real quiet. There was nobody. I was familiar with Vegas, kind of familiar with this area. But to the best of my knowledge, there wasn't anybody living anywhere. I know there's an Air Force base at the northern end of Vegas Boulevard right there, and supposedly Area 51 is somewhere in the, mm -hmm. that region of Nevada. Not too far away. Um, so, you know, it, uh, um, it, it could have been a couple of things. I'm not, uh, I'm not real sure. Being in that area, who the heck knows what that could have been, man. Yeah. Yeah, I get uh, past all the characters in downtown and off the South Boulevard and all the tourists and then go out in the bonies and, you know, and all of the new stuff. You know, it's the first and last time I've ever witnessed anything, but we were sitting along the bank of the Colorado River there and uh, uh, the width of it was probably about a, I'd say maybe a quarter to a third. 30 mile across. Don't know. Exactly. That big? Yeah. Wow. It was not that uh, smaller than the Sacramento River. I swam across the when I, years before that. It was about a, at least a third. Seemed like it, everything seems big, bigger when you're younger and you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Great America, I thought it used to be huge. The last time I was here was 14. And, it's not parking lot, it's not as big as that. <laughs> yeah. It's still, it's still a pretty cool looking park. Um, so we were sitting, like I said, it was 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I think I had my pole, fishing pole, kind of sitting cock on my foot. My leg was crossed. And uh, it was just sitting there inert. I was inert. I, was, I would think I was smoking a cigarette. And uh, um, very randomly, um, I noticed uh, a lot of motion and light coming from the other side of the river. The other side has a kind of a cliff and mountainous terrain that climbs up. Uh, the grade's fairly steep for uh, four, 40 to 60 yards into the uh, top. And so what I observed was kind of maneuvering and hovering uh, just uh, from my vantage point along the, you know, uh, just right on top of the little mountain range mm -hmm. and like I said, 40 to 60 yards above the river level, I suppose. And uh, uh, I wish I'd had the cell phone technology and binocular of Amazon that I ordered a couple of days ago yeah. for, for some Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he ordered a drone too. Oh yeah, I got, got a little um, but, uh, I haven't busted my drone out yet. But I was actually, uh, he, he, he'd been talking about fear and uh, the, uh, you know, I was always kind of, uh, I finished school real early, but I was kind of a geek. I like the reference. Um, that is just like, uh, you know, there's nothing to fear first. 
yeah. I kind of yeah. had to scrap through that and uh, I try to limit what I uh, uh, an average person would normally fear mm-hmm. and you know uh, try to let too much get to you huh? yeah I try to I try to lap logic and ration the heck out of a lot of situations and uh, you know including myself I'm kind of OCD and I uh, but uh, I'm sorry what was I saying <laughs> <laughs> You're, did this thing scare you I mean oh well uh, you know the difference between fear and instinct uh, you know it uh you know, I had alien posters on my wall when I was in middle school at some point, and uh, that was the extent of my, you know, how deep I dove into yeah. that kind of, but until, let's see, I'm uh, 34 now, and uh, so I was 25, and, and uh, that's a difference of about uh, 10, 11 years from middle school when, you know, boom, like, it came back full circle, and... Um, my instinct told me that okay, this thing was this is some next level stuff, and, but, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, I'm bright enough to know that there's a possibility or a fair chance that whatever is navigating that craft is almost certainly brighter than me. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I think good and bad are a universal concept. You know, be they good or bad, I don't know, be they military, reverse engineer, I don't know, Area 51 is close. But what this craft was doing, this craft was just, uh, I saw more luminescence than detail. It was like oval, it was like the classic, like saucer, yeah. kind of. Like the 1950s not like sci-fi round, movie thing? Not, yeah, not like round, but uh, more kind of, kind of, uh, you know, kind of like the, the dome at the top, or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember whether or not it had an extended, uh, like nose on the craft. Uh, it may have had a stubby one or something. Yeah. But uh, you know, the, what I got a uh, very good look at was the way it moved around. What I'd done was I turned off my flat, I had a military grade one, so it was very bright, and I turned it off as soon as my peripheral got the lights over there. I don't know. Maybe I thought I was doing something wrong, but <laughs> you know, it's quiet out there and everything. And, uh, and then I, you know, took my cigarette from my mouth and kind of put it out you know, very, like, nonchalantly or whatever. And then the person I was with, I was like, I told her not. I told her not to move. So I guess I was afraid. It was like instinct. Yeah. I don't know, so she saw this. Too. Yeah. She saw the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a person of uh, uh, present importance. My divorce. <laughs> 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 yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so did this? Did this thing like? Was it just like? Hanging out, just like flying around, or was it just like hovering? Um, I'll out? tell you exactly, exactly what it did. I didn't get detail as the you know little minutiae on the craft or anything, but this thing was like hovering around like lazily, like a okay. bumble, bumblebee in late spring or something. You know, kind of 
you know, no particular Weird. ambition. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute. Yeah, like, left. just well, warp, warp nine or something? Yeah, kind of just gone. But not for very far, for maybe 100 yards, if that. Wow. And then from that, you know, that speed, it would just, I shish you not, it would stop on a, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no stopping yeah, time, no, no, no breaking time. It would just stop. And yeah. then, maybe not even a full second after it stopped on a dime, it was already going like weaving again. And stop. Wow. And then it zoomed and stopped at least two times total, and maybe three. This was nine years ago, and then it went. It went uh, on the other side of the mountain. Mm. Wow. So let me let me kind of get this straight for you guys. None of you had any interest or anything like that in like UFOs or anything until something kind of weird started happening. Uh, I know. I know. You said you were kind of Lindsay. I'm pointing like yeah, the guys yeah, like out Lindsay. there can <laughs> see what I'm pointing. Yeah. But yeah, Lindsay. I mean you. From an early childhood, you were kind of interested in the paranormal stuff. Yeah, the I, was, stuff. I was. I was two and a half when you I had my first experience. You had some. Yeah. yeah, you had something happen to you early. Early, yeah. and I'm wondering, you know, because I mean, the house that, that I lived on, like I said, I think there's a correlation between Indians, um, water. Right. I think that mm -hmm. they're, um, you know, spiritual beings. So. I don't know if it was, if they sought me out. I don't know if I have had a past. I mean, my father said, he finally admitted um, to me a few years ago, and I'm 40, that my great-grandmother had, you know, psychic abilities, and she could see dead, dead people, and she could, which is the same things I can. So I don't know if there's a correlation that they've, they're honing on to me, that maybe I'm more receptive to it. In their family life. Yeah. So, um, so I am curious, but nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. so, um, but yeah, and so, but I have always had this, you know, like I said, E.T. was a big part of my life as a child. I, I loved the movie, and then I didn't know, you know, am I seeing things because it's the movie, or is it, yeah. you know, but no, I full-heartedly believe now that, you know, this, because there's more and more stuff happening. I just saw something four weeks ago. Was it four or five weeks, babe, before where I saw that cylinder um, shape that kind of like what you saw yeah. on my way to work? And I do not live near, you know, like I do not work anywhere near yeah. airplanes, and bam, I saw it. But the really weird part is I have a cousin who is a Lutheran minister, mm. very devout. Mm -hmm. And he comes to me and he's like, Can I talk to you? And he's really like, <laughs> I was like, Sure. Uh oh, yeah. And um, he's like, When the minister you, comes yeah, and says, Can I, I talk, talk to you? Talk and he was really hesitant. He's like, you got to promise you cannot let anybody in the family know. And I, I, he goes, I just feel that I need to tell you this. And I was like, okay. He's like, so when um, we were a kid, he's like, my dad and I were walking. Because we, we lived in a forest area. I mean, there was nothing there. He's like, dad and I were walking back in the forest back behind our land. And he said, a spaceship came down, landed in front of them. And he's like, that was the last I remembered, and all of a sudden it just was gone. And his father, who was in the military, my uncle, looked at him and was like, "You are never to mention this." Now, for my, if you know this cousin of mine, this is not. I mean, this was big for him to tell me, and he's like, yeah. "I've been sitting on this for a lot of years, 
And he's like, I know that you believe in this. And but he did not know about my experience. I've never told him. That's wow. not something they all know that I've seen, you know, um, apparitions and I've seen, you know, but they've not known about the UFO because that is not something I think that that's not, it's taboo still. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. So um, for him to say that, that was a big like ding, ding, ding. Like this, it was validation for and me. For, for someone who, who, is very religious obviously he's a minister yes. for the church to have that experience mm -hmm. that's got to be really i mean even though it happened when he was a, a child mm -hmm. that's got to really put a big question mark somewhere yeah. in the back of his mind well, you mm -hmm. you think you know now i and this is i, I do not want to get into a, no. a religious debate i try <laughs> to avoid getting into religious debates on 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 this show but um you know, it's got to be. It makes you think. Yeah, it's got it's it's got to be mm -hmm. something that's. Uh, uh, long story short, the only accurate and fair and well-rounded religion is agnosticism. That's the that's the fastest growing one today, presently. Yeah, yeah. it's the I don't know religion. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, agnostic agnostic See, and atheist are, are not, not the, the same, same thing. No. No. Not exactly. No. See, I was I was baptized Christian too. I was raised religious, and I went to church every Sunday up until uh, my middle teens, and uh, at Calvary Baptist and Woodland mm -hmm. up there. I grew up uh, not too far from there, and uh, but. Uh, you know, um, it wasn't really any anything I came across, any particular uh, stimuli that kind of stirred the, yeah. warped my perspective of paranormal things, etc. The only paranormal experience that I ever had was, uh, you know, and I, my, my mom was passed, and my mom, my grandma Cleo, had a couple of her best friends, oh, and my brother, when I was really young. But, you know, I had a real good buddy named Eric, and not to diminish Eric, but he wasn't in the top five of, you know, people that I'd like to come pay me a visit yeah. if they could. <laughs> yeah. But lo and behold, the only paranormal experience I ever had, I was 18, and he died when he was 18. Oh. Um, and uh, okay. this was two or three days after he died. I was in the pool house watching the tube, and... Uh, all of a sudden, I hear him say, hey. And I'm like, what? I was like, don't, don't jump to conclusions, Justin. Yeah. I'm talking to myself. That sounded like Eric, but it's probably, uh, you know, one of your other friends up there at the, the gate. There. Um, so, but uh, to, you know, um, appease my curiosity, I jumped up out of my bed like he split and went right to the glass doors for the pool house to see through anyway and because right after I heard him say hey I heard a chuckle and I was like I don't know anything oh, and yeah. I heard two footsteps in the quartz gravel uh -huh. laid in like in front of the yeah. pool house and you know I didn't waste any time I like poked my head over the fence there's there's no way nowhere nothing freaky freaky mm -hmm. no. Johnny, my man, I got to talk to you about something. Okay. This thing that you have in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that it's some sort of uh, tracking device? Uh, from what I've seen, um, the anomaly, 
that others have come across. Uh, whether it's tracking, I don't know. Um, I can tell you that a few times when I was younger, when I was 16, 17, wasn't supposed to have my parents' vehicle. Me and my buddy pushed out the driveway and down the block, and we went joyriding, and Dad didn't know. Cadillac was fun. Um, many a mile we put on that Cadillac <laughs> that that old man didn't know. <laughs> you Bless sure his heart. Influence. But, uh, you know, I can tell you that I could call up John right now, and John would say the same thing. There was many a night that we'd be listening to music and riding down the road just having a good time, just... Just cruise mm-hmm. and see things in the sky, because out in Nebraska, no, no offense, it's sand hills and mountains, and yeah. or not really mountains, but sand hills and nothing but bare ass grounds, and you can look up in the sky and see for miles because it's clear. Right. There, there's no light pollution, nothing. Uh-oh. I'm a truck driver. I know exactly what you're talking. About. Exactly. Yeah. My dad was a truck driver, also Grimes Trucking, Grimes. You know, there's multiple trucking companies that we owned. Yeah. Um, so I've seen strange shit. Believe it. I, 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 I'm a firm believer that there's things out there. This piece of metal that I have, what it is, I can't explain. If I do have the money or if I can find the right person to take it out, you better believe I'll have it taken out. Do I want it looked at, researched? Oh, yeah. You know, the guy, I can't remember what his name was. was I want to say it was Lear, Dr. Lear, the guy that was doing all the alien implant surgeries. Mm-hmm. You know, he just died. Not too long ago, but that sounds like a, something that have been right up his alley. I don't know who's going to pick up his mantle and start, you know, doing all this stuff. But there needs to be somebody that's going to pick up his yeah. slack now that he's gone. I'd, I'd really like to go find somebody that would actually put me under, so I can go through the hypnosis and whatnot to and re- recover what I've lost. Because I know there's, like she yeah. was saying, shadow people and whatnot. But with the with the kidney stone issue that you've had, mm-hmm. okay, I got two questions. As a fellow kidney stone sufferer, they suck. Don't ever have a kidney stone. How many times you have? Quattro. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've had thanks, over eight children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, my kidneys are hurting now just thinking about it. Oh yeah. Um, two questions. I'm gonna try to spare me. She's like, ah, oh, you guys suck. This is nothing. So, question number one. Mm-hmm. With the kidney stones, you've obviously had CAT scans. Oh, yeah. What oh, do the CAT scans show? With it's a piece of metal. That's all of it. I don't know what it... They can't give me any more other than it's a circular piece of metal. That's the it. size of a it's BB? about the size of a BB. Okay. And number two, do you think that this thing that's inside of you could be contributing to your health problems related to the kidney stones? That I don't know. Um, I can tell you that... I used to correlate it to a lot of what the doctors used to say of drinking a shitload of Mountain Dew sodas and energy drinks. I I really wish Zyrtec and Allegra would get a hold of me too because (laughs) at one point I was taking four Zyrtec just for my allergies Um, because I have severe allergies. Like I, I actually have a skin condition that's called hypoallergenic skin that you can basically take a pin and write on my skin and it'll turn red. You can write, and I'm like an Etch-a-Sketch, basically. Nice. A human Etch-a-Sketch. So, um, because I have, you know, I followed this, and is there a, um, 
you know, like an area, like a scar where it would have gone in. Because, like, nope. you know, I've looked at these things before, and there's been all these people that have had things come out of them, and there's no... No scar, no, no, scar, nothing, no nothing where anything's come in. So, I mean, it's, so yours, yours is really... Do you, <laughs> do you feel like you had that triangular patch? Had, do you feel like they put something up in there? I did. You know, I feel like something... Because I'm like, I have had a lot of weird medical problems myself. And the, the doctors are kind of like, I mean, I'm going through stuff right now. They're like, we just don't, you know. No, wow. I mean, I've had um, abdominal, which is ironic you said that, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm having a hysterectomy in December. They're hoping that that's what's going to, you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm so going to knock on wood. There's something going on with a woman. We don't know what it is. We're just going to snatch her. Snatch her yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it. yeah. And so I, I do feel that way. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just really weird. I do feel that, and it was very odd because, I mean, it was, I didn't even notice it at first, but my stepmother, she was like, what is on your chin? I'm like, what are you talking about? And we looked, and I mean, it was a perfect and we could not, but it was almost like somebody took a stamp and just put it, and it was blue. It was blue. Wow. You know, and I'm like a teenager, and I'm like, and we're, I mean, we're trying to figure out, like, did I bruise myself? There's nothing that, you know, hmm. yeah, right in the middle of Nashville. <laughs> during hey, fanfare. Some shit that yes. happens in Nashville. Yes. Oh, fanfare. That could have been that anything. That could have been yes. anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we're running out of time. We got uh, about uh, 17 minutes left, so. In our remaining time. What? What, could, what uh, you got? I, I just uh, was following another person's case that's very similar to yours. Uh, it's not that long ago, and I don't know the doctor's name, but uh, there were a couple of them. The one being the specialist, the video I was watching, and, uh, they actually went to pinch. Uh, he had a small metallic object, uh, like right here, mm -hmm. somewhere. The shark. And uh, they, uh, you know, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, you could see it and feel it and like pinch it under the skin and stuff. But when they, you know, mind you, he's a specialist, when he went in to do his business, the thing actually like started to travel and stuff. And he's like, Where, where'd it go? And then uh, <laughs> so he's like, no. He's cringing now. Y'all can only see this. <laughs> they, uh, they, they, I'm just, just, just for you know, word yeah. to it. I mean, knowledge is power. Oh yeah, so knowledge is power. It, it's without knowing or without asking, you won't know. Right. Maybe it right. will travel into your bladder and you and, can pee it out. Yeah. That, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be super. Um, it seems as, as long, long as it yeah. gets out of there. It right? was moving on its own. And then they readjusted the scope and everything, and it took them five minutes to find it again. And they went to, the, to pinch it again, and the thing went deeper. Just no, no, not uh, you know depth like horizontally. Like they just moved just away moved from them. Away. Yeah, yeah. Not yes. very, yeah. Not very That's far exactly far. what you wanted to hear. Well, the other thing that irritates me, or it, not really irritate, but you could say makes me ponder or. I'm kind of worried is that they said that other people have had the same issues of having pieces of metal or whatnot, and when they go to have them removed, the doctor automatically just sews them back up and sends them on their way. Oh, I failed to mention. They knew what it was, but it was some type of chip. It was like a nano something or other. Oh. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. It wasn't like just uh, inanimate. It was like... You see it's getting better for you, man. Yeah, aren't you glad you came here? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God you came here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so, guys, we got about 15 minutes left, and I, 
I just want to, um, before we run out of time, I just want to kind of get your thoughts and opinions on, number one, and we'll have to make this very quick here because i got two things I want to, but first thing is, what do you guys think about the way things that we're, the way things are going now with society? I mean, with this show, I mean, the reason that we're all here is because of the television show, Ancient Aliens, right? That's what has brought us all together, us and 7,000 other people. Apparently, there's 7,000 attendees is what I'm finding out. So there's a lot of people here for this convention. So with the way that, that things are now, with you know stuff like this coming more to the forefront and being more accepted, do you think that we're, you know, are we getting closer to disclosure? You think that, that there's a something that there's a consciousness about to be awoken? I mean, you I've know, said what? That for a while. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll put it this way. I've heard the, the Vatican. Mm-hmm. If the Vatican will come out mm-hmm. and tell you, hey, uh, we're not saying they're not aliens. What? <laughs> 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 um, aliens. If you do believe in aliens, we're not going to kick you out of the Vatican. We'll, we'll let kick you out believe. Of Catholic Church, yeah. So, no offense, if if the Vatican is saying this, twenty twelve. Um, here's the other problem. Down in uh, the South Pole, not the North, but the South, yeah. uh, the Vatican has magically built a telescope mm-hmm. for observations. Now, knock on wood, but. Um, what the hell is the Vatican building a <laughs> telescope down in South Pole for? Yeah, there's a hell of a lot more going on in the South, South Pole. Pole. There's supposed to be an alien <laughs> ship down there. There's so, some stuff you know. going on. Oh, Antarctica. I, yeah. I, I can I mean, roll on more. Hey, there's a secret Nazi base underneath Antarctica, in case you didn't know. Oh, there's a hole that they won't let you buy in Antarctica. Go on Google. Any, any, any of, uh, this man's listeners, go ahead and go on Google Earth now if it pleases you and pull it up, download it if you don't have it, and see if you can access the imagery through the of Google Earth and to view the North or South Pole. You, you won't you won't see them. They're edited out like white and white, white or gray, kind of like and just sketched out basically, you know, like your skin. It's yeah. like oh yeah, and it's you know it's it's obviously like you know. That's not a cloud or anything. It's like a square or something. And mm-hmm. they they have no. I mean, no, the government doesn't. My opinion, know. like, where's the where's the where's have a little bit of shame? Come on, like at least you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. Don't be so arrogant as the ah screw them all. I'll just make a box and tire it. <laughs> well, I think that says a lot, and I think yeah. that we are. Yeah. But I think people right now are hungry for it, and I think that um, with TV shows like this, it's becoming. You're finding out, you know what, I'm not the only one, and I, I've been saying that all weekend. It is so nice to meet people who don't look at you, mm-hmm. like, think you're crazy, and, think you're crazy. And, and they're having to say, you know, the um, conspiracy theories, you know, they don't look at you like you're crazy, and they, when you say, I've had an experience, they're like, I really want to hear it, and that's amazing, not, oh my gosh, she needs to go to a psych ward. I've worked at a psych ward, okay? I don't need to be there. Why? It's because of the person that I met that brought me to Sean. So, like we said, it's a whole 
weird story of how me and Sean even got together. Yeah. And so it's supposed, you know, like, I, and I do believe that it's meant to be, but I think there's about to be an awakening. I think 2012 was it. And I think that, you know, the Mayan, uh, I think that that's brought a lot of it to the forefront. And I think it's it's yeah. become more aware and we, that you're okay with that. We, the United States spends more than the next 26 countries combined on the military. Mm -hmm. and you know, defense mm -hmm. and all that. And I think 24 or 5 of whom are allies anyway or something. You know, and that's the that's a whole hell of a lot of countries to be two through like the 27 or whatever. And, you know, uh, just, it begs the question, uh, you know, and that reminds me of, this is vague, but, uh, you know, you know, people in Washington complaining about budget, money's missing, etc. The uh, military or, uh, Pentagon couldn't account for something mm -hmm. like two trillion or something. Mm -hmm. That's a whole hell of a lot of yeah. dollars. Yeah. Two, yeah. two trillion. Yeah. You know where? Yeah. Well, okay, so but look up remote, remote viewing. That's well, what brought the Cold we'll War see, to an end. What I'm saying is, if you want disclosure, you might be better off going to like Great Britain or Canada oh, yeah. or even Mexico. I've heard that they don't. The government doesn't even bother to deny. Yeah. No. Yeah. UFOs that's in Mexico. Yeah. They stopped like uh, in the last five or ten years or something. The well, media the United States trying to hide everything. I tried. No, no I, offense, but I, our I, country I sucks. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you know that, Sean, because I've, I've told that to like four or five different peoples in different circumstances. And, uh, one being a guy that does the car wash at one of my journals. And mm -hmm. I, his name, I call him Bluto. Popeye, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a sweet, big old, ugly guy thing, and <laughs> he's a, he's a sweet guy, and you know, uh, but uh, I got into a long conversation with him. I actually, you know, I I'm purposeful in that uh, I don't really get the, I'm my mother's son, you know, yeah. my mom didn't, my mom was a boss, you know, she she was a, uh, you know, there's a world full of, uh, you know. People asleep, counting sheep with yeah. their iPhone and the sheeple. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it, you, you, it's funny you should mention that because I've been at this uh, at this convention. One of the things that I wanted to do was I really wanted to make a big event of it for me, and and so I don't. I'm not a. I have a Facebook page for the show and stuff, and I have a website, and I'm on Twitter, you know, and. Just because you kind of have to be, and so I thought, well, I, I, and I don't feel like I, I'm not one of those people that oh, I gotta get on, I gotta get on Facebook today, and I gotta post something, and I gotta tweet something today, and I gotta, you know, but I wanted to make this an event for not only me but for people who listen to the podcast. And I was like, oh well, I'll I'll do some updates and all this other sorts of stuff. So I made this big deal about it. Oh, I'm gonna do updates. And I'm gonna do this. So I'm trying to enjoy the convention, and, and but at the same time, I got I got. Post this yeah. shit on the Twitter here, <laughs> and now I have to take this. You know, let me take this yeah. selfie in front of this backdrop for Facebook, and let me let me talk. You, you know, and I find that is taken away from me enjoying. It. But at the same time, I'm kind of enjoying. Getting the word out. Yeah, you know. So I'm. It's like give and take there a little Love bit. Yeah, yeah. It, so it's funny you should kind of mention them. Yeah. But speaking of the convention, we got less than ten minutes here. I want to get your thoughts on on the convention because my thought is, I mean, this is number one. This is the first inaugural event, right? So there's always going to be hiccups and rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I, I understand yeah. that. You know, no big deal. 
But it seems like while I'm enjoying it, I'm having a good time. You know, this is day two. Mm -hmm. I've been to three panels. I can only get into three panels. Me too. And that's a little disappointing. But I'm still, like what you said earlier, it's bringing, this is bringing so many people together, you know, and we're not all looked at as in, and I'm not in the same, Mm -hmm. you know, group as, as you guys, I don't think, you know, I, I've had an interest in all the strange and the weird and the paranormal Mm -hmm. and all that little sorts of stuff since I was a kid, which led me to doing this podcast, but I've never had, I don't have the exact same things going on that that you did. You know, okay, I saw you have a, yeah. But I think it's great that people such as myself, who maybe haven't had that experience that you guys have had, can come together with people like you, and we can all find a common ground, and we don't have to worry. It's like, well, hey, I believe, you know, I, I believe in UFOs, you know. Oh, you're crazy, you know. <laughs> like, I got something in my pee-pee. And it's like, oh, you're crazy. You know, right. you, you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, so, you know what I love. Uh, I, I've met people from Germany. Um, yeah, there are people and, all I over mean, the world. There are people here. all over the world, and the fact that it's as big as it is tells me that <coughs> this is becoming more mainstream, and it's becoming more the norm, and that it's okay to tell your story and to get out there. That to me is the most telling part of this, because I was not expecting this many people. Unless you're German uh, sons. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> or you're from North Carolina, and everybody yeah. thinks you're crazy. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah. Or, or, or you're Jack Kennedy. Yeah. You might catch a bullet or two. Yeah. 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 I literally had my you friend know, tell me that um, aliens are fallen angels of Satan, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what? Sure. But I've heard oh. that too. Yeah. I have heard that. So yeah. you know, I, and. But, but it, you know what, at least it's bringing it to the forefront that they're saying there's something there. Yeah. So, Instead I mean, of being in denial. In denial. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's aliens and we're not going to get into religion, but, it's but they're talking about yeah. it. And, yeah. you know, so it's that bringing, to me, yeah. it's bringing it, at least if we can have an open conversation where you're not judging, judging somebody, that to me is what I'm the most excited about. Change, change is slow. Mm-hmm. Change is slow. And then we try to, you know, uh, mix it up and reach too high, like, my first opinion, Jack Kennedy tried to do a little too many things, but with his uppity, hey, I want to tell the truth, and I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to keep <laughs> secrets and shake hands and stuff behind closed doors. You know, the, the, the whole attitude doesn't uh, fly necessarily. That well, that contributed. You know. That attitude, though, contributed to him getting mm. waxed. What? Yeah. Yeah, but he was, uh, you know, he. I don't idolize anybody, man. This. You know, I, I played basketball in high school. I had had a thing for Michael Jordan. I was point guard though. But outside of that, Jack Kennedy, and I, I wasn't born until about 20 years after he's he's gone. But I know all about him and his his two brothers, his family history, his etc. And you know, I, he tried. In my opinion, he tried to do the right things for the right reasons. Yeah. It seems to me, and. I'm not the type of person that, you know, gets off on mind to kick it with oneself or whatever, you know, and uh, because it's, it's a waste of time and gets in the way, it's like, what's the, you know, what's the truth? Okay. What's the, I always go, well, true, true, true. I, I tell you, uh, I, I had thought that the Ancient Alien show, kind of the the premiere that I had for this season kind of got pushed back and kind of got delayed mm-hmm. from when it normally premieres. 
and I was like, oh man, maybe this thing is finally on its last leg, yeah. and they're, you know, thinking Eleven about seasons, you know, yeah. And yeah, because it's yeah, been on a while, and and then you know they come back with this season, which has been a great season, mm-hmm. and they have the thing for the alien con. Like I said, I was like, wow, I'm going, I gotta go. So yeah. hmm. from that coming to here and seeing the seven thousand yeah. supposedly seven thousand people, this show's not going anywhere anytime no. soon. They're doing no. another series. Yeah, yeah. and we, hey, we just we're bringing back another fourteen yeah. or ten or whatever. I think so. they we, said we, fifteen episodes. We yeah. just yes, yeah. that's right. We just found out before this podcast, and I don't know that you know this is any earth shattering, groundbreaking news, but damn it, you heard it here on Periality Radio mm-hmm. first. Ancient Aliens is coming back for another season next year. Fifteen Woo! episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so we got about. Uh, let's see. How much longer we have? Oh yeah, we got about two and a half minutes left. One comment that I'd like to yes. throw out there. Is, Make it quick. It, it's from one she, of my she, best friends. I just used the BB. <laughs> the Bible is the goat herder's guide to the guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm gonna have to start using that. Uh, Jeff. I'll, I'll give give you that, Jeff. That came from you. Uh, the Goat Herder's <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy is the Bible that we follow. So, well, I, I know said that it, probably pisses off a lot of people. Well, but I've said this for years and years and years. Is the Bible is either one of two things, as far as I'm concerned, and there's no. It's how we look there, at There's it. no gray. In it. It's it's either the greatest story ever told or the greatest work of fiction ever. Right. There's yeah. one of the two. Mm-hmm. That that is pretty. I think it's uh, you know I, I I let fall to the wayside all my Christian upbringing and all that uh, you know but uh, and I recognize a lot of stuff in the Bible is clearly to me just a uh, you know a nice story good uh, proverbs good rules to live by uh, uh, very good rules to live by but but there's there's uh, you know I've researched more than one researcher scientist that. You know, it seems to be growing that say that the, the flood actually happened. You know, uh, they, every, they yeah. actually ascertain water levels on, like, say, the, I've heard the same thing. Of, mm-hmm. of, and, uh, as far as, uh, you know, uh, giants, the Bible talks about giants. There were mm-hmm. giants. There mm-hmm. still are mm-hmm. giants. Andre the giants. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> uh, they found too many bones and everything else. Yep. But. Well, that's here. We're going we're going to have to wrap it up, guys. Is uh, the hour is quickly come upon us. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for being on this podcast. This has been great. I wish we could have a little bit longer. I'm going to keep in touch with all yes. you guys. Perfect. Uh, that's why I handed yeah. you while I was writing down, handed you out my I left my freaking business cards in the truck at the airport. So, yeah, Aww. otherwise I'm going to be handing my business cards out. So, you got my contact We'll definitely keep in touch because I, w- I want to follow up, Johnny, on your story. I, I want it out there, you know. I, I, I want people to I know. I want to follow up on your story, Lindsay. I want to know what kind of strange Something. stuff happens to you yeah. because you have some strange stuff happening to you. I don't want to get into drawing person. <laughs> no, but I, I just want to be able to let people know that, you know, there, there was a pebble and it wasn't no damn big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for allowing you know, us to be honest. When you yes. get it out. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so that much. Crazy. Well, I'll put it this way: I, I have X-rays yeah. that it shows both my kidneys yeah. and a BB in the center. So, or something that is it like round or is it oval? Oh, it's it's perfect circle. Okay, so it's, hmm. it's circular, the whole like a BB. Yeah. 
Interesting. interesting. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll have something on that in the future. Yeah. Maybe another. Everybody, show. that does it for another episode of Para Reality Radio. I want to thank all you guys out there for listening. Uh, gosh, what can I say? <laughs> you guys, you all know how to get in touch with me. Um, I say it every episode, and I'm going to say it again, just in case there's maybe some new listen, new listeners out there. If you want to get in touch with me during the show, I got to do is send me an email, Sandman at Parareality.com. That's also my website, www.parareality.com. Thank you, thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at Parareal Radio. That's at Parareal Radio on Twitter. You can also look me up on Facebook. You can do a search for Parareality Radio on Facebook, or look me up at Sandman Parareality on Facebook. Either one of those will get you to me. So those are all the different ways that you can get in touch with me. Also, I still have the studio line. You can call the studio line, 615. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you oh, guys yeah. doing over there? <laughs> See? Yeah, the, the, the pin is free. That's okay. That's okay. I was like, what the <laughs> You can call me in the studio line and leave a message at 615-692-1170. Once again, that number to call is 615-692-1170. That's the studio line. You can call, leave a message at any time. I'm always in the studio working on the show, so you just may catch me and I may talk to you actually in person. Just remember out there, though, if you call and I don't answer and you leave a message, that's giving me permission to play your message back on the show. So if you don't want me to play your message, you better tell me in the message, don't play this, or else I'll probably do it. Oh, we're a little bit over time, but that's okay. It happens. It's my show. I can do what I want to, damn it. That's right. Everybody, I hope that this radio program opens up your minds to new ways of thinking expand your consciousness and produces a change in the way that you see the world. If you wish to change, you must lift the veil of ignorance that has been placed over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe. Good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you again uh, probably tomorrow with another update here from AlienCon. Thank you once again to everybody for being here. Thank you very much, Sam and Johnny. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk. Thank you. Lindsay, and I don't like most people. Most people, but <laughs> I'm here uh, with this with this podcast. This guy's all right. And Thank I you very fun. much for saying that. That's, I, that I, means I, something. That means I something. Have fun. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Everybody, we'll see you later on. This latest edition of Periality Radio. Turn on, tune in, and find out tomorrow. See what's up next here from AlienCon.